Hashtag for Kyle. Um, for Nino. For, for Nino, there you go. For Nino. Um, prayers up. How about uh, Nino Strong? Nino Strong. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Large Guys Podcast, the best show not on television. I'm your host, Joseph Kirai, and the last couple episodes has just been me and Pal, but this time we uh, we swapped them out for uh, <laughs> for another uh, Pinoy with a uh, slightly more hair. So Let's go. Uh, yeah, so we it's it's looking a little different here, but he, and he hasn't been here for a while, and he can probably explain what he's been up to because honestly, I can't remember the last time Daryl was on an episode. I, I was gonna say like it's been a few months. It's been a few months. It's but, been uh, like it's probably been... since August or July. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Honestly, when like um, you know everything started opening up, uh, opening up again, like everything was becoming normal again. Like, I was like, all right, peace out, guys. Like, but no, it's uh, it's good to be back. You know, especially with uh, Christmas just a few days away. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, good to be here. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited for for this episode. So. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what JQ has in store for us. So yeah. let's, let's do it. Um, speaking of the world opening up, how many different uh, cities have you been to since the summer? <laughs> I feel like, yo, honestly, go. we, we could even bring it back to like all of the pandemic, really, because <laughs> COVID Shoot. didn't stop you from. <laughs> no, nothing, man. Like, no, it's nice. Like, so, like, even um, I feel like the last few months, like, I've been like going somewhere. You know, um, October, I was in, well, back in May, I went to, like, SoCal, and then back in October, I went back to SoCal, like, pretty right. much the same places I went to. It's, um, the reason for that was, um, my wife has a, she has, like, a business conference, and I, and, like, she told me about, like, you know, like, the nice, like, hotel that she's staying at, and I'm, like, yo, let me just, like, tag in like you know what I mean like let me just tag along like like they have like this uh it's a it's a whole it's like one of those five-star hotels you know like right. um and then in uh November last month we were in um we were in Miami Beach and right. I was like I've never been to Miami so I was like hey let's nice. let's go so while she was at the conferences I was like um I biked down to like South Beach and everything and just kind of like chill there. So, you know, just trying to like take advantage of like yeah. the benefits of, you know, of my wife's conference and like the work that she does kind of thing. So that's you got like, to uh, do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like how, like when we were younger, like our parents would go to the CFC. Yeah. Conferences, yeah. That's exactly, exactly. Away from exactly. the hotel. <laughs> right right but now like i don't have to like tell them where i'm going just yeah 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 you know what i mean <laughs> you, don't, you don't have a curfew either yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. that was pretty fun that was pretty cool <laughs> it's just funny that you mentioned that <laughs> yeah hey so you did socal twice san diego right not like la yeah san, well san diego and then we drove up to la okay nice yeah yeah so it's pretty dope um you know just uh just driving up the pacific coast highway so it's pretty cool. Yeah, and then you'll you'll be in Dallas uh, in April. I know. Let's go, man! I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, we, mania. All, all, all four. That's speaking of mania. I guess we we have to tell the story about 
the what happened when we were buying our tickets. So, <laughs> so, so we all decided um, probably like a month or two ago that we wanted to go to WrestleMania again, just like we did uh, like like six years ago, I guess, when Daryl. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> mania 20 16 2016 2016 yeah and um so we wanted to recreate that obviously pal didn't go with us <coughs> yeah, pal hop in with us and so we were trying to figure it out in the group chat like does one person buy the tickets and then we all pay them back and then kyle was like no let's just all uh pick a section and then like coordinate and then buy it ourselves so nobody has to pay anybody i was like yeah that kind of makes more sense so <laughs> i i had to, i owed pal for something so I bought Pow and my ticket, and then uh, we're all put in the chat, like, what section? It was, like, section whatever, and then seat whatever. (laughs) So we all had it. We all had it um, coordinated, and Kyle and I both bought our tickets already, so we had three of us already had our tickets. (laughs) And then, Daryl, do you want to explain what happened after that? Yeah, Yeah, so, like, um, I think we were buying it on SeatGeek, right? Yeah. And like, I don't have an account yet. So I was like, all right, let me download the app real quick. And like, you know, and what now it's, I didn't even download the app yet. I was just on the website on my phone. Yeah. So I was just like, you know, all right, I think this is, this is the section that we we're talking about. So I was about, I went and bought it. I was like, all right, this looks right. And then I was like, I looked at like the message thread and like all this, all their, like, you know, their section. And then I saw their seat number and I was like, oh shoot I don't think I'm on that I think there's like three or four people like in between like let's yeah. say me and Kyle kind of thing so I was like oh shoot what am I gonna do kind of thing so I kind of just I think I just had to like cancel it and I'm like try to like I actually ended up downloading the app to kind of like look for my seat but I was just cracking up because I was just like damn it this is this had to happen yeah, it was just funny because, like, you sent a screenshot of where yours was, and, yeah, like, there was at least, like, five seats. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, what happened? Like, I think we were, like, I think it was, like, 15, 16, and then Kyle got like 17. Seven, yeah, yeah, Somehow you got, like, 24. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> it was just, it would have just been hilarious, like, just trying yeah, to. Honestly, if, I, if I wasn't able to, like, cancel my my order or something like that yeah like imagine we had to spend mania with like dudes in between us yeah (laughs) just having to like look over kind of thing you know that'd be that'd be pretty funny yeah Yeah. but it all it all worked out right it did it all worked out thankfully oh my gosh all worked out i would have honestly just gone back to the standing section (laughs) true yeah (laughs) if that happened but yeah so yeah we we have uh we have upgraded it from from last time we did standing room only last time which honestly wasn't bad like the view yeah, that was like 100 level pretty much like the, the end yeah of the yeah end. yeah so, so it was it, was, it wasn't bad at all it wasn't a bad view the only thing that sucked is that like once we got to our spot because we somehow right. were like the first people in the standing yeah yeah area like if we had to go to the bathroom or anything we would have lost our spot yeah basically you had to hold it for like four hours or something like that right like it was probably like five hours for the whole show plus like another hour of like when we waited in line yeah yeah. and at first that was an entire day like holy crap that was like we i remember we went to like we went to mass in the morning and then grabbed like lunch yeah and then just like just the entire day literally we were there (laughs) so Um, yeah yeah like luckily did you guys buy shirts too, or was I the only one that bought a shirt? 
No, I think you were the only one. I was the only one, but like, luckily, I think Kyle and I already had a shirt. That's right, you guys already did. But like, luckily, I decided to do that right when we got there instead of like, yeah, like I, I think we were even outside when we bought it. I think so too. Like yeah, one of those like probably would have had trucks no or something like that. Yeah, I would have had no chance to buy a shirt like if I waited any longer. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that was good times. But yeah, the the podcast will be at uh, WrestleMania. Maybe we'll. Uh, <laughs> We'll do, live, we'll do a live. We'll do a live. We'll we'll go live. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, do they allow people to like record? I, I guess you can record. On I don't your... see why not. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how can they like police like everybody? Like, that's true. Yeah, there's there gonna be like a hundred thousand people or something like that. Yeah, I, I can't seriously. remember last time how many there were, but it's probably gonna be packed. But this time we're sitting. Thank God. <laughs> um. So and and which means that like now that we have actual seats, if we wanted to get food, if we wanted to get drinks, we can actually like get up and yeah, go to the bathroom get, <laughs> not, get food not be afraid to lose our seat or anything yeah it, it won't be a problem so luckily uh we we have that all squared away but yeah that's something to look forward to in april i'm pretty excited for it um but yeah, yeah so definitely. let's just uh jump right into it the reason why we're we're doing this episode is because spider-man no way home uh premiered almost a week ago and like i usually when something comes out we don't always all like get to watch it i think in in the same weekend so like usually like we have to like talk to each other separately about like stuff that's going on (laughs) but like and i we didn't even really talk in our chat about it that much but um all of us got to see it on the premiere weekend I, i had a chance to watch it um thursday night when it came out like hella late it was like basically 11 p.m and then Luckily, I was working from home the next day, so it wasn't, like, that bad. Um, but, like, I think I got out the movie. It was, like, almost 2 o'clock, and I was like, Dude. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, was, it, was it packed? Was your movie theater packed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. They, and they had showings, you know, like, every basically every, like, 20, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, starting from, like, I saw, like, 4 o'clock, I think people were, like, watching all the way through, like, I think 1230. Yeah. Or, like, that was the last showing. But, yeah, there, there was hella people. At least when we got there. By the time we left, and it was like almost two in the morning, there's like nobody there. But um, yeah, it was. Uh, I people were like making a big deal about like getting their tickets early. I was able to get it like the week of, basically. So it wasn't oh, that, okay that big of a deal. And you you had you had decent seats. Like it wasn't bad. Yeah, at all, yeah, yeah. we had very good seats. Uh, okay. Yeah. How, how was uh how was the theater when you went there? You went so I I ended up going a uh, Saturday night. Um, opening weekend so this past Saturday night and um, I mean for you I, I mean I didn't even take the chance I bought my tickets literally like three weeks yeah like three weeks um, before the the movie came out kind of thing uh-huh. so I was like because yeah, and the, the what's nice about the theater that we went to was like you know one of those like reserve like reserve seating um, lo- uh, like recliner seats kind of thing like that yeah. so I'm like yeah. I know they're kind of limited, so I was like, I had to like, you know, I had to reserve um, reserve my seats. So, um, but no, it was it was pretty packed, and I, I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, this this Spider Man movie was pro- it's probably the most anticipated, probably since Endgame. Like, you know what I mean? Of yeah, all the Marvel movies, sure. I mean, especially like since the pandemic started, like this was probably like the biggest movie that that has come out, like in mm-hmm. theaters you know what i mean yeah so um i mean and just all the rumors have like you know with you know who's gonna be who's gonna be in the movie like you know i don't want to like spoil anything yet but like 
who's going to be in the movie, like who's going to show up, like is this person going to be there or not kind of thing, you know, so like everyone was just, I mean, I was just dying to watch it, like and leading up to, uh, to the, to this past weekend, I, I knew I wanted to, um, to watch all the Spider-Man movies, you know, all the Toby movies and all the Andrew Garfield movies, just to see if like, you know, there might be something there that you kind of like, you know, that they might add in the, um, in No Way Home. And I mean, honestly, like, like, I gotta say, I was not disappointed with No Way Home, like, you know, without like spoiling anything yet. I know that I'm sure we're going to do like some sort of warning where, you know, spoilers are going to happen, but it was it definitely lived uh lived up to to my expectations so mm-hmm. it was yeah definitely definitely must watch must watch for sure yeah i think yeah i don't know what the like the ticket sales for endgame like how that ended up being but i think yeah if there's one movie that's going to like beat them in the box office it it have to be this one just cuz yeah like you said, like I don't think any movie had been this anticipated like that since since Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, yeah, if if you if you're a Spider Man fan, like this this you know precedes the the MCU even because Toby's I think came out like oh three or something like super early. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah, like if if you were a fan of any, I mean, because I know some people like. Some people really liked the Toby movies and then some people didn't. And then some people really liked the Andrew Garfield um, movies and then some people didn't. So like, you know, I feel like some people were kind of like, they either liked one or the other, like more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like this kind of brought everything together. And I, I think I'm confident to say that Tom Holland officially is the best Spider-Man. Oh, we, we, we can, that could, that could be a topic. That could be save that for like the end before yeah, like, yeah. like other important things yeah. but like just like based on like i think also he ha- he's had the benefit of being in multiple movies like not just his own so like right first popped up in like civil, civil war. war right exactly. yeah and, and he was in uh, infinity war as well as well so like he does have that benefit and obviously like there are a lot of feel-good moments there like emotional moments there but yeah i think tom holland is doing really well um so yeah it's 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 been, it, but it was just really cool to see all of them like like you said like the rumors had been like that ever since um i think you know production for the movie was announced yeah right right ever since, ever since like we found out that like the multiverse was going to be a thing and and when like there was rumors of like oh yeah i think you know eventually x-men are going to come in and and all like these other properties, people are like, okay, well then Toby and Andrew have to come into like if they're gonna do that, like you know, especially like this has to be the time. So damn, yeah, I think damn, I I, I didn't um I didn't hear about those rumors about like X Men coming in. That'd be that'd yeah. be nuts. Like no, holy crap, we're gonna get X Men. We're gonna get a legit Fantastic Four. Oh my god, um, <laughs> holy crap! Yeah, hopefully like one that's not like super corny. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I don't even know what their plans are for. I think they're gonna take a, a long time for the X Men stuff to happen. Like, I don't know if they want to bring in like some of the same actors from like certain characters, or whatever. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I know they have like a they had like a whole young class of like actors um, mm-hmm. for, for like the young X Men. So maybe they bring those people in. I'm not sure. And then obviously uh, we saw in Spider Man that Matt Murdock is there. 
Yeah. So, like, oh, hopefully, hopefully that's the beginning of more of the Netflix. I mean, if it's if it's only gonna be Daredevil, um, and like people from his show, I'm I'm already fine with that. But like if we get like Luke Cage and like the Punisher and, and all of them, Jessica Jones, yeah. um, Iron Fist can kind of he can just you know, he doesn't have to come in. <laughs> but yeah, if we can get more of those characters, that'd be really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I would say overall, I think this uh we're getting help ahead of ourselves a little bit but i think this movie exceeded expectations and like leading up to it um i was telling one of my friends that i went to the movie with i was like all right like the week of i was like i'm not gonna watch any like spider-man um like rumors or like videos yeah. that like people are predicting things because like i don't want to hype myself up too much yeah, and, yeah like set myself up for failure because that's what i did with the eternals did you watch the eternals yeah i did yeah and and I was really excited for it. And I like read like read up on like the comics and all like the backstory about it and like the movie. It was the most dis- it was the most disappointing movie of uh of Marvel this year, which yeah. is a high bar because all the movies were good. Right, right. But someone coming oh, somebody in. Somebody is is this Kyle? <laughs> Yo, on his hey, iPad. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's up, man? He was gonna, he was gonna show up. Dude came out of nowhere. Dude. Wow, we, we got a run in. We got a surprise entrant for the Royal Rumble. Yes, it's here. I had a feeling that this was gonna happen. I had a feeling. Um, but like I was saying, yeah, like Eternals is kind of disappointing. But so that's why I didn't want to do the same thing going to Spider Man. And so I was like, I'm not gonna watch anything like the week of. And everything was great. I thought. But man, we are joined now by our third co-host <laughs> coming in on his iPad. Is that, is that your iPad? No, man, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. Um, I don't want to. You know, disclose any more information. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> while while Kyle's getting situated. Um, yeah, did, did you feel the same way? I guess, I know you mentioned a little bit, but, like, your expectations for the movie. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I guess going back, um, just to kind of follow up on Eternals, I, I didn't really know the backstory of it. I honestly just went to watch it. It's a Marvel movie, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It was a, it's a pretty, like, I mean, star-studded cast, too, you know? Um, so that's why I was like, all right, let's let's go. Let's, I mean, you know, so, I mean, I kind I enjoyed it. I just don't know, like, anything that's happening, like, yeah like who's, who's what and what what does this mean kind of thing like that yeah. so i mean again yeah so i guess i enjoyed it in that way but uh but yeah going back to like visually, spider-man very good movie what was that visually like oh yeah yeah like oh, all the like, really good yeah definitely um but yeah like i mean going back to spider-man that's i mean I, it's i i think i was that was it was funny because I was every time I was um like starting like Wednesday night, Thursday night, like every time I'm on like social media, Instagram, everyone's stories, anything like something somebody posts some some sort of semblance of like Spider-Man, I'm like shutting off my phone, like turning <laughs> off the stories kind of thing, just because I'm like, I don't want to ruin anything for myself. Just cause I mean, like, I mean, I know it's 2021 and you know, like people should know better, but some people don't, you know what I mean? Some people are assholes, like that kind of thing. So, um, 
But yeah, so I was just like, and everyone's like, you know, like, oh, best Marvel movie ever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, um, I, and like, like, like yourself, I didn't want to hype myself up just to get disappointed. But I don't know, man, this one kind of like, I was just like, I was geeking out the entire, the entire movie, you know, whether it was, oh, um, I guess we we're going with the spoilers already. But so I guess whether it was, you know, um, right, Andrew Garfield coming out, because Andrew, I think. Toby Maguire kind of like I had an idea he was coming he will be there yeah Andrew Garfield was kind of like the bigger mystery just because he kept saying like oh uh-huh. no I'm not gonna be in it you know I'm just yeah. a fan blah 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 yeah. so like him coming in and like you know I was just like holy crap like you know what I mean like it was just like that like yeah. that pop you know like the, the theater pop like for sure like you no, know, for um, sure Especially like, you know, especially like the older like um Spider-Man fans, um, you know, with Toby Maguire and whatnot. No, obviously that scene too with, you know, with um, Ned showing his uh, Filipino heritage and having his Lola there, you know, I think that one, Heck like I enjoyed myself too, just because, you know, it's just funny, you know, it's like understanding yeah. what the Lola was saying, you know, just to kind of yeah. like clean up after your, like, you know, clean up, you know, or like get that cobweb up on the corner yeah. kind of thing like that. That was just hilarious. Um, so, and I mean, like you mentioned um, with, with Matt Murdock, like, that was like that's I I actually kind of think that's kind of like a like a forgotten thing just because of all the like the wow moments of the the movie you know and so I, like I mean casual fans probably wouldn't know who he is or like wouldn't right, really yeah. recognize who he is but like I mean just the fact that like you know that's his lawyer you know what I mean so it was just yeah. like yo it was it, it it was nuts it was nuts you know just all the different like symbolisms here and there and just them kind of like tying everything together of like how they ended up helping each other out and like how they're like connected somehow some way Mm -hmm. with their with their loss and with their grief you know kind of thing like that yeah and um it it was yeah it was definitely like one of the top like marvel movies for sure for sure yeah i think it's funny like there's a like a random dude next to me and he was also like <clears throat> kind of geeking out. And like when Matt Murdock first showed up, he was like, he was like, oh man, this is already the best movie ever. I was like, oh. I was like yo, we're like 10 minutes in. Chill out. <laughs> like, no, seriously. <laughs> Hold on. But yeah, like yeah. it was literally just like fan moment after fan moment. Yeah. And like I think especially when uh because yeah, we didn't even get much of Matt Murdock. No, so, not at all. He had like what, like 10 seconds lines. of the movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Which you know, which is fine, but I think the the implications of like the fact that his character is now in the MCU um, going forward, like we're gonna expect something Daredevil related. That's something to be really excited about. Um, but then, yeah, like when Andrew and, and Toby came in, like, like just yeah. like, did you get emotional? I got emotional. Yeah, sure. like man, like just to see, like especially. Um, I mean, like, uh, like for me, I was a, uh, I was still like. I was like 10 or 12 years old when like mm-hmm. the first Spider-Man came out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, and the fact that it was like 20, like 20 years later, you know, Dude, like you were mentioning, yeah. it's like, and he's like, you know, it's still him. It's still the same Spider-Man kind of thing. So, yeah. Um, and I also, I just forgot, like forgot to mention even like the, the, um, the end credit scene with, um, with Venom um, with, you know, Eddie Brock, it's like they there's so many like stuff that could happen just because of the multiverse. Yeah. Like 
you they they can go so um, they can go so many directions with is is because <clears throat> this venom is not he's not in Tom Holland's universe right? right he's not in the MCU but can he be in like Andrew's like Andrew Garfield's universe you know what I mean it's like they can go so many directions yeah and then like having him leaving a part of the give me water from the garage please <laughs> all right cool. Um, <laughs> did you hear that yeah i think you might have hooked up to your headphones huh oh so like <laughs> this yeah. this 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 thing can can just y'all can yeah, hear like we apart. heard we heard that clearly yeah. all right <laughs> well <clears throat> that was dope well shout, shout outs to uh shout outs to uh bluetooth headphones <laughs> um this isn't my usual setup but you know i had to make do and um I was like, no way, I'm gonna pull a Daryl and, and do speaker mode. Like, no freaking <laughs> way. I see. I know. Wow, this <laughs> man. Go. You know, time. It's been a while. It's been a while because you know <laughs> I, I've missed so much. I came back. This man has uh, headphones. Wow. Thanks. Hey, I got the water. I got the water. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> shout nice. out to Kenji. Yeah, you know, you know how he does it. He was like playing a, you know, a, a duo in Fortnite or something i don't know <laughs> i don't play i don't really know the terminology but um hey y'all were going back earlier talking about the, how the eternals were whack uh for me it was a little disappointing yeah, i wouldn't hey, say whack i mean what you what you trying to expect bro you trying to get like a wandavision type like feel no not necessarily i just think that like they didn't um because I think it was dif- it was going to be difficult because there were so many char- like new characters that they were were bringing in. But like, for example, like if uh, if Soma Hayek's character Ajax is supposed to be like the prime eternal, only one that can speak the celestial, and y'all literally killed her like, and she only gets like ten minutes of screen time. I'm just kind of like, mm, I don't know about that. Like, I felt like I felt like we could have at least explored. A little bit more about her and like certain other characters but what i will say is that um i thought druig and uh what's the one that's really fast the girl i forgot her name oh, but yeah. but him and then like basically all, all the ones that are alive i think they did a really good job to make us care about them but then <clears throat> like sprite bro like sprite was annoying as hell bro <laughs> There was like we we could have done without her. Like we could have really done without her. But she yeah, was a loser, bro. What a loser! Like she was number one hater. Like come on, bro. like the whole. I mean, I get it. I get it. I get it. I understand. I understand. Is that, is, but is that the kid? Um, yeah, the, the one. Kid? The one that like is young. Yeah, Sprite. Yeah, yeah okay. Super but, annoying. Um, <laughs> see, I don't know how Ajax became like number one leader when. I don't know. I feel like if you can't fly, you're automatically can't be the leader, bro. Like, like you're already a handicap. Like, how are you? It was just like, bro, that's it. Like she she got dropped off a cliff and then it's night, night. Like, well, what was she going to do anyways? Like no, no power, bro. Not even. Well, that's what I'm uh, saying. They keep giving her something, you know, like they had the power. Like, Like, what was her thing? Like, you think, um, you had like mind control. The same thing uh, Druig has, like like a different a different type. Like I remember she was able to remember when um, Angelina Jolie's character like 
when they had that flashback and she was having like her little episode um she was like able to like stop her she for- basically uh, hey man kai you're gonna have to fix that wi-fi bro on the <laughs> ipad <laughs> He's on uh, he's on 3G. <laughs> yeah. I think I think he's using the first gen iPad. <laughs> How dare y'all? How oh, no, it's not, bro. Dang, this this is supposed to be uh Kyle's All right. This is Kyle's glorious comeback and and this is what we get for his comeback. I know. Your your headphones are uh, trying to save you, but I don't know about your iPad, bro. <laughs> Am I still yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were good for like 10 seconds. Maybe it's not meant to be. Actually, Kenji, where's the um where's the Mac? Where's the MacBook? Yeah. What do you mean you don't know? Oh, I don't know. Yo, keep, keep this on the recording. <laughs> Back to uh the Spider-Man topic. I, I didn't want to bring up a couple things. So first off. Uh, let's talk about the the different villains that were brought back in because um, all of the villains that came back in were either from Toby or Andrew's um, movies. Yeah. And obviously we should start with Green Goblin because Willem Dafoe continues to, uh, I swear Willem Dafoe looks younger than when he was uh, last seen yeah. on, on screen. Um, I don't know. I don't know how he does it, but uh, definitely Green Goblin as as he should be was you know even though there were five or four other villains he was really like the the main one um yeah i mean he killed, he killed Aunt May, so like that like he he he, he did the most yeah yeah, but, yeah. Uh, what, what was your reaction to goblin and then of course like the the other ones i thought um doc ock was really cool to see i thought they did him a lot more justice this time than than before and then i also thought electro was redeemed in, yeah because he was kind of whack last time we saw him. Um, I think like yeah, for sure, Green Goblin. I think one probably my favorite thing about um the MCU's version of this Green Goblin is that um they 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 destroyed his mask. I think yeah. William Defoe like he has already he's such a good actor and he has like such good like facials that like he he doesn't need the mask you know i feel like if anything the mask kind of like hinders his his acting ability um a little bit you know because uh, i mean i know that's a big part of you know green goblin at least in the comics right. it's like a big part of it but i think that I, I thought um i thought it was really cool that he destroyed the mask and it kind of made you think in the movie that uh maybe he's um maybe he he got that side like you know he's like uh He's, a, he's not an antagonist. He's a protagonist kind of thing. Yeah, it's definitely so, a swerve. Yeah, kind of like, yeah, it was a nice swerve that like, um, you know, like because it ended up being um, Aunt May, like, you know, um, helping him out in the shelter. It's kind of just, it kind of what's, it's kind of what started like, you know, um, what just the premise of the movie of like, you know, of Peter Parker or Spider-Man, like, you know, finding the good in everyone or like giving everyone a, a second chance kind of thing like that you know yeah um so yeah for sure green goblin was i mean he was again like another part of like a, another great part of the movie um honestly i could have done without uh sandman um 
Like I, I even in even in the, in the original like Spider Man, like I think he was on the Spider Man three. Yeah, honestly, that's probably like that's probably the worst Spider Man movie out of like all the oh, Spider Man yeah, yeah. movies, just because it was like so bad. But anyways, um, so I could have I could have done without him, honestly. Um, Lizard was, I mean, it, it, he didn't did he play that big of a role? I don't think he played that big of a role in this one. Like, I think it was just to kind of have, like, all the other villains in the movie. Right. Um, it was interesting. Like what you were saying with uh, Electro, I like, I, I mean, I, li- I definitely like this version of Electro much better. I just found it weird that he, he went from being, like, this nerdy, like, engineer, like, guy that worked at Oscorp. All of a sudden, he's, like, this badass, like. You gotta glow up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, the, the type of, like character that you think jamie fox would like play kind of thing you know so it was like they didn't really explain it like they kind of mentioned it a little (laughs) bit but it was just kind of like what the heck just happened you know but i mean hey i'm not complaining yeah and um i mean doc ock was pretty cool too just to kind of see him back um probably one of my favorite um spider-man villains is doc ock for sure um what do you call it but i i kind of wish they had more of a I mean, I know they had that scene in the um, in the highway and the traffic jam, but like he ended up being like what helped the other three Spider Mans, um, you know, defeat. I think Electro, yeah. right? He's the one yeah. who grabbed it. I thought he was gonna like turn on them when he had the um, what is that? Uh, what did he have? The Electro had to kind of give him all the power. The oh, uh, the arc reactor. Yeah, there you go. He had the arc reactor, and I thought he, like when him. When he said, like, you know, I have the power of the sun in my hands, you know, that's pretty much what he's been saying in the original yeah, movie. So yeah. I thought that was gonna be a swerve where he starts going against them, mm-hmm. kind of, you know. But um, but yeah, again, like no complaints for me. But um honestly, yeah, it was I honestly thought like Green Goblin or um Norman Osborne was gonna kill Toby. That uh I felt yeah. like he's he he got him like he got him like with his his blade and I'm like wait so he's still good he's still alive but yeah I don't know I think it's just no, and it's just funny like Toby's reaction he's like I'll be fine like yeah yeah, yeah. He's like, I'll be fine I was like what like yeah it's like wait a minute you just got like yeah like stabbed right in like I don't know whatever um <laughs> but no it was I mean that it was fun it was pretty funny because I don't know if you remember that scene when they kind of just when um when Andrew Garfield was helping him up and they're just smiling at Tom Holland. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield kind of mentions like, you're in so much pain right now, aren't you? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I, mean? I thought that was hilarious, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, no, the villains were, I mean, if I had to, if I had to say, obviously like green goblin, but um, I, I really like this version of electro. Like I wish this electro was what we saw in the, the amazing spider-man 2 yeah man there is there was no reason for him to glow blue <laughs> i'm sorry yeah exactly there's like, no reason this was fine that. like yeah no that's that's a good point that's a good like i forgot that he was like like he wasn't even like human anymore. you know what i mean it was like yeah he was he was basically he was just just like, like hologram <laughs> of some sort of, yeah so i don't know but yeah, yeah. that's a good point yeah and i, I thought uh they did a good job of giving Jamie Foxx some like really good one-liners because I thought he he had some like really just funny stuff that he was saying um especially when he was a uh, 
so I think one one thing that like I've seen other people uh, comment online, and I guess I kind of wondered this too, like how is this consistent? But like Electro in in the Andrew Garfield movie, he never knew Peter's identity. Um, so like, and the whole reason mm. for all of these people coming in is because they know they Peter. all knew Peter. So I know, so I know it's easy to explain that like maybe like off screen he found out whatever. I guess. Oh damn, you're right. But like that, yeah, that whole time he, um, like a couple things that weren't explained was the fact that he never knew who he was. And then also the fact that when he turned to human form, like you said, like, like this looks like just regular Jamie Foxx now. It doesn't look yeah. like a scientist. Yeah, exactly. Um, which I'm all for because it made him look way cooler than. Yeah, before. right. Like an actual but, villain of some sort. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like th- those were two like things that were a little like, like if there's anything to complain about, like those are the small details that yeah. you you could comment on but um when he finally uh does see andrew garfield and he was like i thought you would have been black and stuff like that yeah. and then kind of like sowing the seeds of miles morales yeah that's exactly like, what i was, I was like, thinking dude. too and I, was like, head, I was like i was like man if this wasn't the end of the movie i would like be tempted to think that miles morales is just gonna show up like yeah, it's out of weird. nowhere right right exactly no the, the, see it's funny because i was i was telling that to my friend too i was like yo like is that kind of like a like kind of like a hint of some sort of like yeah we're gonna get a like a maybe like a live action like miles morales like, yeah i think we got you know, kind of thing like it's it. just it just oh man like because there there were so many different things where they kind of like just mentioned like oh they, they could go here they uh they can go in different directions you know mm-hmm. so again because of the multiverse like they they've opened yeah. so many like doors with like the multiverse you know kind of thing so I mean I guess we'll see we'll see what um, I mean what Marvel does what Sony does and whatnot and all the different producers. Yeah. So for sure, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I thought the the villains were really good. Like I said, Willem Dafoe did his thing out there. Um, and did you see the thing on Twitter where he said like he would only agree um, to come back if they let him do like majority. Yeah, his own stunts. Machine, like that. And this man is what sixty plus years years old. Something like that. I mean, let's yeah. But he was already looking old the first. Yeah, time. yeah. And so to think that yeah he's still able to like physically do a lot of those scenes, um, especially like being on the glider. Like I I'm sure they have like those like cables that suspend them, but like. I'm sure it's pretty difficult, like the scenes they did with the glider and, and whatnot and yeah, the other fight scenes. Um, but uh, speaking of that and speaking of Aunt May, like obviously they killed her. Um, was that something you expected? Because I, I think we kind of knew someone was going to die. I Yeah, I kind of expected Aunt May to die. I think because there, there's always there always has to be some sort sort of like sense of purpose, sense of like. Mm-hmm you know, like, in every story, really, you know, and that kind of, like, that kind of just showed him, like, his sense of purpose, just, or, like, because the entire, the entire time, like, from, even from Homecoming, just, um, Aunt May has been, like, in, compared to the, um, other movies, Aunt May was his Uncle Ben, right, in, in Homecoming, or in this, um, this Tom Holland, uh, trilogy, is that she's been the one that's kind of, like, you know nurturing him and like raising him and just kind of like showing him the way of what to do and what's right what's wrong kind of thing like that and for her to show like even though like she's being killed by this person she wants to save she wants 
Peter, uh, she wants Peter Parker to save and that it's still the doing the, this is still the right thing to do. Like, I think that kind of just showed like, you know, his, his development of like, you know, being this kid who just wants to be part of the Avengers uh-huh. to him being like, you know, this, the superhero who wants to save the world from, you know, from all these villains who wants to save, like, he who wants to put his friends, um, you know, future in front of his kind of thing like that, you know, in front of his wants. So I think that was kind of like, I, I mean, I, I thought she, I, I kind of had a feeling she would die. I mean, it's still, it was still obviously emotional for her to see her die kind of thing like that, especially just the way, like, again, just the way it happened. She thought like, she was like, she got hit by the glider and then I was like, oh, she's alive. She's fine. Yeah. Never mind. No, she's not. Like, you know what I mean? Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, oh man. But um, yeah, that was, that was like one of the obviously more emotional parts of the, um, the movie for sure. Yeah. And then, you know, like that comes kind of more full, full circle when like you were saying, like, especially for the, the Spider-Man movies, like, some kind of loss in in their life for each you know version of Peter Parker is what kind of like forms them and it's a big part of like them finding their purpose and um that scene where they're all talking about the people they've lost um was another like really emotional one and um obviously like Aunt May saying like you know with, with great um purpose you know there's great responsibility and stuff like that like that obviously hits home as well yeah um, as you know uncle ben's line from the the other two characters but yeah i thought um them being able to uh relate to each other because like at first tom holland's peter parker like told them he's like you guys don't know what it's like blah 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 and they're like uh <laughs> well we actually do yeah 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 i was like especially andrew garfield's because like not only did he lose uncle ben but like the way he lost yeah. stacy is like yeah. tragic you know right and he uh, felt responsible for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and uh, by the way, great touch when uh, I think because we saw it in the trailer too of MJ falling. I was yeah, like, it, 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 ha- it has to be Andrew Garfield. Too. Yeah, exactly. That was the thing. It's like uh, me and my friend were saying for that trailer. It's like, okay, that seems a little too um, similar to like Gwen Stacy yeah. like falling, and like we weren't sure if it was Tom Holland or if Andrew Garfield's gonna save her. But I like the fact that it was Andrew Garfield and kind of just shows like, yeah, it was a great touch of like Holland trying to do it, but he couldn't. Yeah. But like Andrew Garfield seeing it and just like, you know, jumping in and like, it was great that MJ asked like, because he, he asked like, Oh, are you okay? And then the fact that MJ asked, asked him kind of thing, you know, and obviously that kind of like brought back memories for him. Right. Exactly. And the fact that he was able to save her kind of thing. So so yeah, so it was that was that 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 was a great touch um, to that. But, yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so I thought that that was really good uh, stuff with them relating. But I think just the three Spider Men playing off of each other in general was great. Yeah. Obviously, them working together um, in the lab was pretty cool to see because yeah, Peter's always been smart, but like seeing them kind of like using their experiences yeah and then uh on the in the final scene where they're like um like using each other's momentum to like uh web off of each other and all right. this mm-hmm. that was really cool um and i i got a question for you so like 
they they all had really good moments and i think the reason why i like convinced myself tom holland this is where we get into this debate right uh i think the reason why uh i have convinced myself that tom holland might be the best one is just because i think he's kind of encompassed the fullness of what peter parker should be in my opinion because like something i always that bothered me about toby Maguire's version and this is no fault of any of the actual actors it's maybe more on the writing but like it always seemed like toby Maguire's peter parker was like just like very like he's a little bland like he was just a little like a little like too nerdy like just a normal mm-hmm. guy and then like they showed a little bit more personality with amazing spider-man and then here they they actually presented him really like a kid yeah. because that's really what he starts out as he's, he's a kid yeah. And it's, it's hard it's hard to like picture toby Maguire and andrew garfield who were like already in their 20s as like a kid whereas tom holland was coming in like he was still pretty young like 17 um, or something when he started or, yeah but, but then but then we we see like all these great one-liners from toby Maguire, and i'm like dude this dude's actually really funny <laughs> yeah. like like if this is what we got in the and when he was actually spider-man like yeah probably would have changed my perception of toby Maguire. because yeah. i always thought he was a little bit boring and i was like mm-hmm. Why? Because I feel like this guy can can do his can thing. Act. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, how, how did you feel about just like their dynamics and the different like, you know, like you're amazing. No, yeah, yeah. Like, no, yeah, that was um. I see, and that was the thing. I think that's probably one of the things I enjoyed the most about it. It was that their chemistry was actually. It seemed like it was really good. You know, yeah, good. um, just again, like what you were saying, it's like no one seemed like they kind of like overshadowed the other. Yeah. Even like Tom Holland didn't even, I mean, it's his movie, but it didn't seem like he was um, overshadowing any of them, especially during the fight scene, right? Like the yeah. the scene in the Statue of Liberty did, didn't seem like, um, you know, anyone was, and that's what I enjoyed. And I think um, probably my favorite part was the fact that they kind of, they kind of did the meme of the, the three Spider-Man pointing yeah. at each other when, uh, when Ned like called out for Peter. And they were in the lab and they were just like, wait, who, who we talk? you know, any kind of thing. And it was, I mean, I thank you to all the producers. The, the so that was hilarious. Um, but yeah, I mean, like even that, just, it, they showed like the nerdy side of Peter Parker and they kind of just showed like, you know, the badass side of Peter Parker. Yeah. You know, and, um, and again, with the, even with Andrew Garfield, like, they he kind of had like his uh his redemption um for um I guess for the, the the two movies that he did because I thought he did great in this movie I thought he was oh yeah he was, a, he, he was so funny in the movie you know kind of thing yeah and the fact that like I that they kind of like they kind of fought most of the time without their mask just because yeah. it's it, I mean obviously that's probably because so that we don't get confused like oh who's that's which true spider-man yeah. is that you know what i mean kind of thing which spider-man yeah. is that it's like all of these villains already know my identity so let me just take yeah. off my mask you know yeah. but, uh but yeah no i i mean i enjoyed um i this again that their chemistry was probably one of my favorite parts just um again just the just the um all the laughs that they kind of like gave us you know so yeah definitely and I, I also appreciate Andrew Garfield addressing um, Ned's Lola as Lola. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, that was, like, I noticed that too. That, that and I was like, all right, Andrew Garfield. I was like, yeah. 
this man's culture it apparently yeah, he knows That's really cool um but yeah so and i i think a big part of this movie was like kind of like you mentioned earlier like peter starting to make like more mature decisions he's no longer this kid who just wants to be part of the team but like he needs to be someone that can stand on his own because that's what all the other that's what the first two spider-man did and something i think that kind of indicated that was um when they're about to go into that final battle scene and or actually in like midway through it and um they they felt like they weren't winning and yeah. they're like peter uh, tom holland's like no like we have to work as a team and the other two like had no idea and they had the joke about like who are the avengers and all that stuff but i think <laughs> um i think it, it was a good kind of like thing of where tom holland kind of taught them like in that moment like what it was like to use teamwork but the other two were also kind of like mentoring him on like um, how to really stand on your own and like really be um, the Spider-Man that like everybody like is kind of used to because if you think about it, Tom Holland's Spider-Man's kind of had like a bit of a sheltered experience because like he always had Tony and Happy kind of looking over him. That's what like the first two movies yeah. and also like Nick Fury in the second movie, like that's what all of his solo movies have looked like is that like it's somebody kind of like um looking over him he's kind of answering to somebody kind of like working within the confines of what he's allowed to do right right um and of course even with like uh, a civil war also like he's again working for um tony stark and stuff like that but um and he's had like a great support group of friends like he never had any real loss until aunt may and all that and so now like he loses aunt may eventually he makes a decision to like lose his friends for i guess a temporary temporary thing but I think it's because he understands that it's time for him to stand on his own for a bit and whatever, you know, whatever villain he has to fight next, I think he's got to like really step yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Like just like the maturity that we see in him starting to like learn how to. Yeah. Be- and, and I think that kind of just, um, I mean, again, it's the character development of, you know, this Peter Parker. right? Yeah. And it's not just with this, uh, it's not just with the homecoming and with um, Far From Home. I think it was also, like you said, with whether it was Civil War and like his his interactions, I think, with Tony Stark, I think is what kind of helped him like develop to this character, um, mm-hmm. to this to this role, um, you know, for him to give up all the people he loves pretty much for them to not remember him. And I think that kind of just, I, I would like to think it's probably you know what he what he experienced at in um in Endgame, seeing how uh, yeah. Tony Stark you know sacrificed himself mm-hmm. pretty much to save the world, right? Like yeah. for him to to grab the gauntlet and like and snap his fingers, kind of thing to to get rid of Thanos, and knowing that that would kill him, you mm-hmm. know. And I think that I mean obviously that kind of helps him like um make his decision to like you know what telling dr strange like hey just just cast the spell you know everyone can forget me as long as it saves the world kind of thing like that and Mm -hmm. and i think it even shows too like like you said he could have just you know um told mj and ned like hey you know like this is what happened we're all friends you know but he saw like you know how happy they were and like um you know that they were going to MIT and everything and they're all like excited yeah. and he was just like you know what I'll, I'll let them live their life 
Yeah. You know, I and I need to to live mine, you know. I need I still need to be Spider-Man and they're not gonna be able to, you know, live their lives if you know if they know I'm Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Kind of thing like that. Right, right, right. And so that kind of just showed like and then ha- him having to like live live on his own pretty much, you know, at the end of the movie. So um so yeah, I mean I I think that like that character character development kind of just shows like like who he is now, like you said, like um it's interesting because in the first two Spider-Mans with Toby and Andrew, they were like at the end of their high school um years. Yeah. Going into college. Mm-hmm. With Tom, I believe he started off as a sophomore, then became a yeah. junior. And then in this last one was when he was gonna graduate. So he was a senior. So he was like he's like you said, he's a much younger Peter Parker. Yeah. So for him to like make these decisions, like for him to to mature to this point, like it's it's pretty I mean it's it's pretty cool that like you know that they made they they made this Peter Parker like this young and being able to take on the responsibilities that he had to. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and then who knows, maybe this kind of like sets him on the path of like eventually if and when I assume they're going to do another Avengers team up, you know, after they get all these solo movies out the way, but maybe that kind of sets him up to be, if not like the leader. Cause I felt like, I feel like uh, the first Avengers group, it was really like cap and, and Stark. Yeah. So I think this kind of sets him up to be one of like the main leaders. Yeah. Maybe it's him and strange or him and the new captain America, uh, Anthony Mackie's character, or I don't know who else. Um, make rocket the leader for all I care, you know, like let, let rocket lead the Avengers. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I think this, this sets him up to be like a one to really take seriously now too. Um, yeah. Did they, um, do you know if they said if, if he's going to have any more um, Spider-Man he, movies? He signed on for three more. I don't know if it's, three oh. more, I don't know if it's three more solo movies or if it's just three movies in general. Interesting. Um, okay. But he, yeah, his contract gives him three more appearances. So um, I would assume we at least get one more, maybe one or two more solos. Plus he's part of something else. That's what, that's what I would see. Maybe like he finishes up and I think it'd be great, man. I think you finish up with Tom Holland after his contract's up. And then that's when you bring in Miles Morales to like Spider-Man, keep the the Spider-Man momentum going. Yeah, definitely. And then Maybe you bring in the Gwen Stacy Spider-Man from the animated thing too. Yeah, Spider Gwen or something like yeah. that. Yeah, or yeah, like they could bring in like they could bring in the pig. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how that would look live action, but like like you said, there's literally infinite. There's so many Spider-Man characters right. in comics exactly. anyway. Like, yeah, there's just so many versions of Spider-Man. But I'm glad they're this version that we have right now is is really good too. Um, and so I guess before we wrap up, we do have one more, I think, pretty major thing that we haven't touched upon. And you, I think, were the first person to mention his name. But Doctor Strange plays a big role in this movie. And we also got a, a good look at what he's doing after. Were you expecting a full on trailer? Like as it was happening, I, I, was I like, did not. I was like, this is a this is a trailer. What, yeah. what was your reaction to the trailer and, and what the, like the implications of it? See, I kind of, um, 
I I was shocked that like it was like a full on trailer because uh because usually at the the end of the credits it's usually like you know something like a almost something pointless you know kind of thing like that yeah okay. something fun yeah right something like just kind of like for like giggles or whatever but this was like you said this was a full on trailer and I mean we kind of saw a, a glimpse of it at the end of WandaVision. Yeah. Um, seeing Wanda like you know casting some sort of spell and I'm like oh there's got to be something with Doctor Strange you know yeah. and to see them what now they're going to be working together in this um what's what's the name of the second Doctor Strange movie Multiverse um, of Madness yeah exactly so and him going against pretty much himself like you know like from a different universe it's gonna like, be insane yeah so it's it's I mean even just like just the way everything looks like with like um everything looks like ridiculous like already like you know just the effects and everything you know so and i i believe it's it's coming up it's not too far away i believe it's in may right may of this upcoming year yeah it was originally set for march and then they pushed it back to may maybe there's like post-production stuff they have to figure out but right right um, yeah so that one is very soon very soon exactly so um and we haven't had a doctor strange movie since when was the original one came out that was like a while back was like 2017 i think yeah it's been a while so i mean obviously we've seen him in the avengers and all that but he's i mean this is the first time we're gonna ha- um get him in like like you said in probably in five years so mm-hmm. um so I, I'm, I'm curious to see who else like from the other like you know who else shows up what other avengers shows up um so and just for him to see like how does because i mean he he did he did create this mess you know what i mean he did create this like multiverse um himself so and just to see like you know again like all like just how everything ties together it's like i love how marvel's like tying everything together just from their timelines it's it's ridiculous like it's almost mind uh mind-blowing and like i was saying in our um in our group chat it's just that like like we're like we're blessed to like see all these like freaking movies it's like these this like goes beyond our imaginations you know kind of thing even as a kid like you're just like seeing these things you're like you couldn't even like think of these things and for for us to see it in movies for us to see it happen like it's like we didn't even ask for this but like holy crap like this is amazing and that's why like i mean marvel sets the bar you know they set the standard for like superhero movies so i mean i mean i'm excited as hell for 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 this upcoming movie yeah yeah i I tell people man if like there's there's only there's very few people that i trust you know more than uh than kevin feige these days like there's there's one person you know you can trust besides you know like you can trust god you can trust (laughs) family um you know if you have a wife you like like you do you can trust your wife but after that i think the next <laughs> most trustworthy person i know that the the one dude that has yet to really like besides eternals but i'm gonna you know i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna give him some leeway there but yeah. other than that like kevin feige man that's one dude yeah. you really you can you can put all your trust in all right right and and like you said yeah they, they've done a good job of making things in their history significant i think it's 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 by design that um, the battle of New York in 2012, the first Avengers, they keep going back to that because um, yeah. they obviously went back to it in Endgame, And it's kind of like one of those, um, I know you haven't watched um, Loki yet, 
but there's something that they mention. It's it's called like a oh gosh, I'm gonna butcher it now. I'm forgetting it. But like they basically say, I think it's called a nexus point or something like that. But basically, it's saying that like there's a certain point in history, and it, it comes up in the What If series. If you've seen, have you seen What If? I have not. No, I haven't. Okay, yeah, but so basically, it's saying that like there's certain points in history that have to happen in order for the timeline. Like there, there are some things that can like be a little bit like out of order, or whatever. But like certain people have to die, certain blah 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 has mm-hmm. to happen, and it's one of those where the Battle of New York had to happen, and I think the snap is another one that had to happen because they keep even all this stuff that keeps happening afterwards, like uh, Spider-Man, Fire, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, um, Battle of New York is pretty significant because that's how Vulture yeah. is tech. Right, got his stuff, yeah. Yeah, um, it's not MCU related, but also like Battle of New York is how Wilson Fisk rises to power as Kingpin in the mm-hmm. Netflix series. Like that's how he's able to take control of the city. Um, they go back to it in, this is not really that much of a spoiler, honestly, but like they they go back to it in the Hawkeye show um, in the first episode, just basically so showing how Kate Bishop wanted to become uh, like Hawkeye is because yeah. she saw him during the battle of New York. And then um, there's like a bunch of callbacks to Endgame as well. And so I feel like they've done a really good job of making all that significant. And like, obviously watching the first Avengers in 2012, you're, you never would have thought that, this was going to lead to everything we have almost 10 years right, later. Right, exactly. Um, and I think it's crazy too. Like like you said, like Strange basically created all this because something that was explained in a video that I watched is that every time that Strange does one of these big spells, like when he, um, like the snap is technically one of those big spells that kind of like changes reality a bit. And they talk about it in the Eternals. Um, the spell that he cast here, it again like kind of changes time so like and in the trailer they they said like um like the biggest like thing that he has to face is himself which is uh evil strange and people think it's the evil strange from what if but i don't think so because that strange is like actually doing something still like he's trapped in a dimension Mm. and he's guarding another dimension so you'll have to watch to understand, but like, yeah, yeah. so it's, I don't think it's specifically that strange from what if the evil one, this is just like, like if, uh, if you've seen Loki or if you just know anything about deviants, like there's infinite deviants. Cause there's so many different like uh, dimensions in the multiverse. So there's like a thousand caps running around. There's a thousand. Yeah, right. Right. Running around. So like, this may not be the specific evil strange from what if, but this is an evil strange in general. And I'm very interested to see like how that goes down. Cause it's going to yeah. be, um, but yeah. So, and I think I have to watch, have you like, do you remember a lot of the first strange movie? I don't, I don't remember. I mean, I know that like his, um, his, his wife was, um, what's her Rachel name? McAdams. Yeah. So, <laughs> she, that does, I, don't, yeah. I mean, but like they kind they kind of show that on the trailer, right? Like um, yeah, yeah, yeah. him watching her like get married, kind of thing. Married, yeah. So um, I mean, I I mean, I probably have to watch the Doctor Strange movie again to see. I think so. like, yeah, I have to also because and like like you were mentioning, like yeah, it's still just the fact like of how how impactful the the Battle of New York was, and then like even like yeah, exactly. All the movies they're, they're still somehow mentioning it and like like you said like the snap the blip pretty much how like you yeah. know they're tying it back together with like 
oh, this person came back five years later, you know, what or whatnot. So um, no, it's just it's pretty it's pretty dope. Like just how they're like, I mean, they must have had like some sort of like, they must have wrote everything like or at least kind of like the major points of each each movie or each story for them to kind of like tie everything together. Like yeah, I know, think so. so for sure. Feige, I mean, apparently Feige had been working on this ever since I forgot. Cause I know obviously he wasn't like the main MCU guy when he first started, but he was either in one of the X-Men movies or mm-hmm. the first Spider-Man. I can't remember. I have to look back at like what I've seen, but like he was, he was like a low on the totem pole in the production team of like those movies. And they said when he was doing that, he was already thinking about Iron Man, Captain America, and like all that stuff. Wow. So I have a feeling that like, like we're in phase four right now. He probably was thinking about phase four during phase two, like stuff like yeah. that. Like, right, right. Like this, this dude probably has spent so many like sleepless nights mm-hmm. just to give us like from like a decade ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, when this man is finally ready to like rest and retire, he's going to be one of the more deserving people. Right, right. Um, oh gosh. But I do have one one last question. So they showed Wanda in the trailer, and like you said, last time we saw Wanda, she was using the dark hold, and we know that she wants to find her kids. Like that's her main motive for um, navigating through the multiverse and learning about it. There's no mention of that. And they kind of showed Wanda being like a lot more of like a good guy than we last saw. Yeah. Um, do you think at any point she turns on him or do you think, cause I feel like it, it's too predictable for her just to be willing to be so helpful. Yeah. The whole movie. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, it's funny be- that you mentioned that. I, ne- I never even thought of that. I mean, she might have a different motive, you know? maybe yeah, like have not. right yeah like maybe have strange help um she helps strange and strange find, somehow like helps her yeah find like, their kids yeah. or something like yeah, or okay. something like that right and then yeah like i don't know like i think that like like you said i think it's just um there's just so many like there's things that we can kind of like have a theory on like oh it's i don't know it'll, it'll be very interesting to see what they do yeah. with, with wanda because she did, she did mention, um, you know, what she did at uh, what are they called East uh, Westview, Lake? yeah, Westview, yeah, yeah. Um, so she kind of mentioned that on the trailer. So Strange is familiar with like what she did, you know. Yeah. So she, he, she, he knows what she can do, pretty much, mm-hmm. right? That's like, true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So yeah, so we'll see how um, how how it plays out. Yeah, it just seemed like her. She was a little too calm in uh mm. in the trailer so it's like there's got to be something up but yeah i guess obviously they don't want to like reveal everything about right exactly i mean yeah it's, it's the first trailer right um, yeah yeah first one too yeah there's probably going to be a couple more so right exactly so yeah i think i think that one uh i don't know if it'll be as hyped as the spider-man one just because there was so much history in the spider-man one but just seeing that trailer um gives like a lot of hope for for that movie as well yeah um i i'm sure it's going to be pretty insane so yeah yeah man multiverse of madness coming up and then there's a bunch of like other shows coming out um this year before that for disney 
I think the She-Hulk one is the first one to drop. Oh, um, no way. February, yeah. It's going to be, yeah, like, there's, they got, they got a ton of stuff coming up. So, yeah, there, there's a lot to be excited for. Obviously, Daryl, you got to catch up on Loki and Hawkeye <laughs> first. I'm kind of behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, it's different, man, because I remember you used to watch, like, all the shows. Um, yeah, I know. Lunch break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shoot, hey, now man, I now you can watch it now that you're home. You got no reason to. <laughs> no, I, I, I take a nap during my lunch breaks now. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's going to wrap us up for this episode. Man, we had a lot of stuff going on tonight. We had, I know, we had so Kyle. Many stuff. I think, I think Kyle came through um, the multiverse portal for a while. He did. And then, oh, that's good. But then he like went straight back yeah. to his timeline. So yeah. I don't know what that was. And then uh, uh, Daryl's laptop died too. So we, we had a lot yeah, this, of stuff going on. I'm surprised. Be, surprised this is going to be a fun Kyle. edit. This is going to be oh, a fun yeah, edit. Oh, yeah. The editing is going to be uh, very interesting. Luckily, we're. Luckily, we started this early, so I don't have to edit it super late. Right. So I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, happy exactly. about that. But um, before we go, Daryl, do you have any uh, last words? I don't know if you want to mention something fantasy related. I know you had a tough ah, man. It was a it was a tough week in fantasy. Um, but I mean, it's it's crazy just because like I feel like we're we're trying to deal with like you know, all these players getting COVID. And I think it's the fact that it's happening during like the playoffs yeah. of fantasy football. It's yeah. like unreal because like, honestly, you could be a top seed. Like you could have all the best players. And I mean, if your player goes down with COVID, like it's like you're kind of screwed. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's really up for grabs. And um, so, I mean, I think it'll be interesting. I know it, it sucks that I'm not part of it, but um, I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for my guys. Uh, JQ, Kyle, and Powell. Um, sorry, Anton, but you won last year and you have all the best players. So <laughs> I'm rooting for everyone but you. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, good luck to all, um, to everyone. Yeah, we got a high percentage that uh, somebody on the pod is gonna is gonna come away with the title. Seventy five yeah, definitely. Chance. Imagine how mad do you think people would be if all four of us were in the semis? <laughs> I know, seriously. <laughs> they think it's rigged or something. I know, yeah, for real. Um, but yeah, condolences to your fantasy team. Um, you had a really tough week. Like you had like oh my gosh, it was, or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> it was that's really hard. bad. That that's that's tough to do in your um in our league just because like it's six cool. points is for like passing touchdowns, yeah, full point full PPR point. kind of yeah. thing, you know. So it's like to not get a hundred, it's it's actually kind of hard to do. Yeah, you know what I mean? but it's I managed stuck. somehow managed to do it. So yeah, your players oh, basically God. saved their worst performance. Definitely <laughs> perfect timing. Perfect timing. Oh geez, but, but yeah, I, yeah. Um, condolences, but hey, you beat me for the fifth place. <laughs> <Yes. Wait. laughs> That's not even a trophy. You know what I mean. <laughs> There's not even a trophy in Yahoo for that. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah it's no, no trophy, no ribbon. It's literally just, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's just a reason for us to keep playing after we yeah. get eliminated, basically. Seriously, but. Um, but yeah, so yeah, my my final words are also fantasy related. Um, taking on Pal, and uh, it's gonna be bittersweet. Oh, that, I, that should, yeah, I that should be fun. Yeah, when lot, I'm him, sure. I'm sure a lot of trash talking this weekend. During Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he, uh, yeah. It's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a a very not joyful Christmas for, <laughs> for one of us. At least one of you guys. Yeah. 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 So um, be funny. 
that'll be a tough matchup. And then Kyle's taking on my brother, who it's funny you said like the top seed has the best players. Literally, our top seed has like the three best players. Yeah, definitely. The best receiver, the best running back, the best tight end. The best tight end. Luckily, well, not luckily, because obviously it's sad that Kelsey has COVID, but he got COVID, so maybe he won't be playing. But uh, I also don't have Tyreek Hill, so hopefully uh, I'm able to get him on like one of those delayed games or something. Yeah. Yeah, fantasy's going to be interesting. Um, Kyle is very adamant that he's like, it's his destiny to win. (laughs) And I wish he was still here right now. Um, so that we could hear how delirious he is but um yeah pray for him y'all he's he's all in on himself this year he's all in on the cowboys and we we all know better we all know better um what, what's about to happen so yeah pray for kyle hopefully um hey know, pray the- pray for the bears pray for the texans <laughs> oh my gosh yeah we please. both have please. terrible franchises <laughs> Yeah, luckily we have the Rockets and the and the Bulls. And even though our record's not good, we're at least fun to watch. And the Bulls are a legit team yeah, um, definitely. right now. I know y'all have a couple people on like the, the COVID list, but yeah. Uh is well, Levine's I mean, not playing, right? No, nah, he's still out. But DeRozan, man, he's coming out of nowhere. Yeah, dude. Like he's First like game back he's, was nice. Yeah, he's playing like he's like 10 years younger. Like, I mean, he's you could argue he's like in the like uh, MVP watch kind of thing, you know, but I mean, he's probably not up there with KD and like Steph, but he could be like a top 10. Yeah. He's carrying our team right now. So yeah, definitely something to look forward to. And I'm sure um, one of these days, I know some people have asked us surprisingly, like I always thought whenever we talk sports, like nobody wants to hear that, but I've actually had a couple people ask me like, Oh, are you going to talk about fantasy or like basketball or something like that? I was like, (laughs) I guess. Um, but yeah, so I, obviously. Wait, wait, they asked if we, if we're going to talk about fantasy. Or yeah. Cause both? they just noticed, like some people have noticed that we, we haven't, like we didn't talk about fantasy all season. Oh, um, part of that is cause none of us. We, haven't, we haven't really recorded. Like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Started. Well, um, I, mean, I know you and Powell have, and you've, you've kind of like, you've kind of like, uh, carried the load for like with other uh with other got, guests gotta too, stay so. active somehow yeah. you know? gotta stay I mean, that's, somehow. that's why you're the commissioner yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um but yeah no i'm sure uh at some point next year especially when we get to like closer to the all-star break we'll probably talk some basketball yeah for sure, i think sure. i think there's more stuff there's not really a lot to talk about right now yeah. it's just because how like most teams i, I mean, like the rockets are one of the only teams without we have hurt players, but we're one of the only teams without people on uh, protocol COVID, like us. Yeah. Like, I don't think Phoenix has anybody in protocol. And I don't think like, I don't know the who's bad right now. Um, the Pacers, they probably don't have anyone in protocol. But <laughs> like, yeah, it's really a weird time. In yeah. And I mean, it, there's only been like 20, 25 games that's been played too. Yeah, so that's so too. like a lot oh, can happen. Really, really. Yeah. Right. And I mean, I know, unfortunately, like you mentioned, like in our group chat, like for the upcoming Christmas um, games, I mean, the, Dude, the, Mets, the, the Nets have like nobody. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like even I mean, are, who are they playing? Are they playing? They're playing the L.A. Well, the Lakers have I mean, Anthony Davis is out, and, but James James is still there. Right? Yeah. Le- LeBron and Russ. And Mellow, Mellow should, Mellow should still be in it. Mellow so, for sure. 
Yeah, I know. Like, like, I know THT is in protocol. Some of the yeah. other real players, but the Nets literally have nobody. Yeah, like, I, I mean, they've got like they got like a G League like starting lineup. Yeah, and then KD, yeah. like KD is just gonna walk out yeah. there by himself probably right drop 50 and like you know yeah like we'll see i was i was looking at the matchups i think don't quote me on this but i think as of right now the suns and warriors game is the only game where neither team has people in protocol oh that should be fun so yeah like because i'm not sure if hopefully Giannis can make it back um when they play i think i forgot who they're playing but i know they're playing and i know the knicks and the hawks are playing but like Trey Young just got into protocol, so did Clint Capella. So they're probably, yeah, they're probably they just out. got it this week. So they definitely aren't. They're, yeah, they're probably gonna be out. And um, I don't know if RJ Barrett's gonna make it back for new. So like a bunch of teams are. It's gonna be a weird <laughs> Christmas. I know. Weird I know. one, but we'll see how it goes. But yeah, that yeah. that's just stuff to look forward to. Hopefully, we can do our our best of uh, like we did last year. It'll probably be like. Next year, though, it probably won't be like next year. <laughs> It'll be in um, like April or something like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. But hopefully uh, we can figure out something in January. We'll talk about the best shows because there were a lot of really good shows again that came out this year. And maybe by then, Daryl, you can watch at least Loki. <laughs> I know, at um, least one of the shows. Yeah, at least one of them. Um, so you could talk about that as well. But uh, yeah, a lot to look forward to coming to a close of our, of our year. Obviously, big thank you to all of our supporters. Um, and again, just, you know, if, if you haven't already just hit that subscribe button, follow us on Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Instagram, Twitter, uh, we're basically everywhere except Facebook. Cause that's just not, we don't do that. We don't do that stuff. <laughs> and of course, thank you to Daryl for being here and Kyle for the five minutes that he gave us. Or, uh, showing up from the random universities. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening to another episode. We will see you guys in 2022 until then. Peace out. God bless. Merry Christmas, y'all.